we draw a line between business and uh, kind of our friendship mute yourself for a while the only thing that changes is you know the journey there if not now then when so what you're going through today it could be a stepping stone for tomorrow i want to have a clear vision for the next five years feeling is different when you're doing it for yourself see when what do you term an investor is it just limited to money Welcome to the Breaking Uneven podcast. We love to talk shop, uncover the beauty of failures, and play a few games. Today we have with us the founders of Grow Club, Rupesh, Rishi, Sapna, and Prithvi. Amongst our four guests, we've got experts in business, marketing, tech, and entrepreneurship. Now I hope I've been able to do some justice to your introductions, but let's unpack um, everything that y'all have done so far um, in the last few years to grow. Oh, girl club. Cool. So we're gonna get into it with a challenge. Uh, first up, uh, this is called the Twitter Pit Challenge. Now, mind you, we usually play this with one or two guests, so we have each of the guests perform the challenge. But since we've got four of y'all here, we've kind of split it up. So Twitter is known for its 280 character limit on every tweet, which sometimes makes it a little difficult to convey your thoughts. It takes about 20 seconds to speak to 80 characters, and we're gonna transfer this challenge to you. But you also need to use one emoji and one hashtag in your tweet. So for the four of you, the way we're going to do this is we're going to split it up. So Rupesh, uh, our digital expert here, uh, you will be giving us the one-liner description. So you have about ten seconds to give us that. Uh, Rishi, the marketing savant, is going to choose an emoji that describes Crow Club. Um, Prithvi will, who's the serial entrepreneur. Um, again, these are these are. Titles that I have gleaned for your bases, your LinkedIn profiles. Um, so, Prithvi, you will be giving us the hashtag, and then Sapna, you have to rate the entire tweet on a on a scale of one to ten, bases how good a job the three of them them have done. So, is everyone's role clear? Yeah, sure, that's okay. Awesome. So, I'm just going to start my timer here. Uh, All right, so Rupesh, you've got ten seconds to give a one-liner description of what Grow Club is. The time starts now. All right, Grow Club is a platform designed to subscribe kids' products, focus on the circular economy, reduce wastage, and make it accessible for as many people as possible. All right, so you went over ten seconds, but it is a one-liner, so we will still give you the points for that. Uh, Next up, we've got Rishi, who's going to give us the emoji. Rishi, you have five seconds to choose an emoji to describe Grow Club. Three, two, one, go. Choose a smiley face because that's what we—that's what we want to see on kids' faces when they get their products. Interesting. Awesome. Uh, Prithvi, you're going to give us a hashtag in three, two, one, go. Think circular because at uh, at our core, right? So we are a circular company. Nice, amazing, and Sapna. Now you have all the time in the world to rate uh, the the emoji hashtag plus one liner. What do you think? Did they do a good job? Individually or collectively? Collectively. Collectively, it would be ten. I mean, ten. Wow. Because they have packaged everything together. <laughs> Perfect. So we're off to a good start in that case. Yeah. So we wanted to start with uh, a conversation with you, Sapna, and whose LinkedIn is easily the most mysterious out of all of y'all. 
So Sapna, how did your journey uh, start with Crow Club and what is the role that you play out there? Uh, Janvi and Anuj, uh, thank you for having us. So, uh, you know, it started with the COVID where we used to see like me and, uh, you know, like, uh, the three of us, we used to go for a walk or, you know, like when we used to see in our own neighborhood, we used to see kids just throwing away their bicycles not to be used. So that is where the idea germinated. So then we took a year to just work on that uh, idea. And, uh, we, you know, it, uh, it was in 2022 that we got this platform up and running. Right now, I enjoy, you know, I'm a people person. So I enjoy uh, taking care of uh, the grow people. So that's that's the reason why I gave them because these people are amazing. So it was like a long-standing friendship before you all decided to like mm -hmm. become um, this. Is a, so was there any like hiccup in that sense? Like did y'all ever think, yeah, like were y'all always okay with uh, being business partners with your friends? No, we draw a line between business and uh, uh, kind of our friendship and also at the same time, right? So this is something uh, which we have got gotten together to kind of... Uh, uh, build a business because of our passion for what we want to do. Uh, so our ideas kind of uh, uh, kind of converge, and uh, I don't I don't see uh, so far at least it's been like a two two and a half year journey, and so far we haven't seen uh, much differences emerge uh, in our partnership. Actually, I can I can add a little bit to that. What we figured out, and I think it happened fairly quickly, was that we had little overlaps between our roles and that kind of complemented it so well we we just basically fell into the roles that that we are performing it was not designed it wasn't like you know discussed no chits were distributed or anything we just fell into those four roles and that is the best part the uh, what we do on a day-to-day -day basis complements each other, and, and a combination of that, I think, is the is the win-win for us at least. And if you look look at our business also, right? So it's all about kids, so uh, nothing much uh, <laughs> can go wrong there. Yeah, among us, we have so we've all been parents, and of course, Sapna is the most experienced. Yeah, I have a teenage boy. <laughs> She's right now parenting two teenage boys. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that, way, that is where it starts. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, and I think so. Paces the kind of you know very rough titles that I came up with uh, that we came up with for each of you. It kind of makes sense, right? As you said, we based on a little bit of overlap, and then there's there's your each like each of your own fields of expertise as well. Right. But you know, so Janvi and I actually have a similar story with uh, a company that we had done previously with three other friends. So we were five of us as co-founders, um, and obviously like we were just exiting college in our last year of college and lockdown times we started a company it went really well uh throughout lockdown we created a lot of traction but as we were kind of you know exiting college and thinking now what's next what's our career how do we make money etc we realized that the goal for each of the five of us was quite different with respect to the company right for a couple of us it was hey no let's start making money from this immediately for a couple of us it was no, let's grow it a little more with the money you can wait, etc. And the, the shifting priorities were so vastly different that that we eventually decided to give the company a happy ending that it was a lockdown story and just closed it off. So 
what I wanted to know, and Rishi, you know, I'd love your insight on this is as four co-founders with potentially different perspectives on the business every now and then, how do you align yourselves to the same vision and goal continuously? Uh, see, one way uh, of uh, doing it is, so we already have a five-year vision set. So right, right now, day in and day out, what we do is just execution. So that way, right? So we already have listed out uh, minute tasks, what each one has to perform, and we're just working on that. And we go in phases. Uh, we execute in phases. So right now, we are in our first phase of execution. So once that is complete, we go, go on to a different phase. That's how uh, it is. Uh, that's all. Uh, at least I am seeing. So probably others can add to. <laughs> yeah. So we we got together on a common goal, right? So we knew this is the direction we're going in. So the only thing that changes is you know the journey there. Maybe something we're doing is not working. Uh, what we're we doing right? What we're we doing wrong? That's where we get together, fix things, and then maybe take another path. But the destination is already set and we, we have a clear roadmap on where we want it. Interesting. So an add-on question to that would be, um, Sapna, for you, is when you all, let's say, do have a dispute on a particular, you know, direction or decision, etc. How do you, what is the best way that you all choose to solve that dispute? Mute yourself for a while. Think what you have done wrong. Then get back to it. Maybe in a you know few minutes or so, then things are sorted. You know, just like kids, like how we are. You know, the basically we are kids. So you know, you got to keep quiet and work on it. So that's exactly what we are following. And also, if you look at uh, the four of us, right? So we come from uh, at least Rupesh comes from twenty years of experience, and I pretty much come uh, like we all have like more than a decade uh, old experience. So we are all professionals. So. When it comes to certain decisions, uh, so we are uh, we are most most of the time we are all aligned, and uh, most of the decisions also what we make, right? So it's always in the best interest of the business. So. Fair enough. I feel like um, something what you just said, like also reflected a lot of like parenting styles in it. So, given that your uh, company is for kids <laughs> and all of you are also parents, um, Rupesh, any like. Thing from your parenting that you've implemented while uh, starting this company or any disputes that you've handled like that? As a parent, what I do, I mean, I, I've always wanted my child to be as independent as possible. You know, do things with your hands. Uh, make things happen. You know, be it whatever that, that she's interested in. When it comes to work, my role is to provide tools to the team so that they can excel at what they do. You know, my job is to support them uh, on a day-to-day -day basis that here is stuff for you. Now you can make something more out of it. So when it comes to our products, when it comes to our uh, the way things are on the business front as well, what we are giving kids is something that they can make out of. Like, for example, we started off with bicycles. Now, we're giving them outdoorsiness. We're giving them uh, the freedom to move around. Uh, we're giving them the ability to ride around the neighborhood and get the sense of that freedom that comes along with it. What we are going to continue to do is provide them with more such tools to, to kind of just better their life, make it more accessible. 
so if you kind of combine all of this it's about how can you enable others to be the be their best selves and and i think that's pretty much yeah that's what i do oh fair enough and i think that was like but really beautifully in terms of like how it is very um transitionary in terms of like your role as a parent versus also your role as an entrepreneur but okay so like then to see um like given that you have been a serial entrepreneur throughout what what has kept you um to be one like what has kept you motivated to start a company and then move on to the next and the next versus uh doing something else or also getting a job for example okay so one thing uh, uh that that actually always keeps me going is i always have this ambition to kind of do something big in life and that is the uh, the motivation i have and also in the process right so so as startups like you go through various ups and downs and what i believe is like uh, so what you're going through today it could be a stepping stone for tomorrow so from that perspective right so uh, in if i look back in my 10 years of journey right so whatever uh, i have done each year right so that has added a lot of value to the next year um, uh, that has come so i think that has kept me going and um, see most importantly in my entrepreneurial journey right so i look for meaning so if it is meaningful and uh, if i am able to kind of put in my passion and if we are able to build something from uh, uh, a scratch to like a uh behemoth so that is what uh, i uh, look forward to and i'm still in on my journey and uh, we we are only kind of getting started so it's still a long way to go so that's how i see things interesting so <clears throat> coming to you know rishi what about you what is um what is your why for being an entrepreneur and not getting a job uh you know shifting careers and how do you choose which is the right idea if you're if you are a serial entrepreneur you probably have 10 ideas a day right i'm sure you must be having 10 business ideas a day how and why do you decide which is the right one see i'm really sad of as an entrepreneur um in fact before screen uh, i worked with pretty and i was pretty glad at one point and then we i saw that you know they were doing something interesting and that's when we joined hands um and i got together for screen so i i did have a a marketing career working for somebody else or working for another company uh but the main thing is uh we used to do this for a clients day in day out you know we saw we what we did gave them success and we, it got us thinking you know why not do it for ourselves if we can do it for somebody else the same effort why don't we try for ourselves and that's that's how we got into this uh zone of trying to build something that we can scale uh you know uh, and finally they see the benefit or the entire benefit because it was always be a project or you know something for client that we used to work on but uh, definitely feeling is different when you doing it yourself yeah 100% i think with being an entrepreneur the first thing you look for is that the impact of every decision you feel it whether it's good or bad you want to feel both sides for it yourself so speaking of careers rupesh you have a you know you have a pretty uh you had a pretty standard corporate career you ended your last thing with ogilvy before you moved to i, I think the hard club so transition is for rupesh that has happened <laughs> <laughs> i started off as an entrepreneur rupesh always has, has been at a corporate level and a very well settled job so this is like <laughs> exactly and and that's what i wanted to yeah. ask was you know rupesh 
uh, it's not easy to leave you know a good salary yeah. a good a good corporate career to to risk it all for yourself especially when you do have kids and many other responsibilities to think about so what is it that convinced you well a couple of things first was this one question that runs in your mind if not now then when right what what i do at grow cloud is what i was doing day and night for somebody else right these tech solutions uh, bringing platforms to life was what i was anyways doing elsewhere and w- what kind of came out was that am i getting all the fruits of the work i'm getting paid yes no doubt good pay there's a lot of uh, you know backpatting that happens at work uh, we get thank yous from clients we win some awards but then where are the actual fruits who who who's taking away those actual fruits was the question that was running in my mind combine that with if not now then when that was running in our mind and you know one of these lockdown trips to bangalore we really sat and thought that you know can we bring this to life is it a real pain point is there a real solution that we can bring to market can we create a real difference for all three right for the four of us for our subscribers and for our investors can we can we create value now once these tick boxes started taking off one by one it became amply clear that you know this needs to be tried you know and this needs to be tried now if not later i mean this is a time when you know i think i'm still capable of putting in some grunt work getting down and dirty rolling up sleeves and really working that's that's what exactly we do on a day to day basis if that won't happen now down the line it's going to get even more tougher so might as well just take the plunge it's right that you use that phrase cuz like i recently moved uh, from london to uh, back to mumbai and that's all i kept thinking about like if not now then when like what is going to uh, do like cuz you're always scared to make like a change or a decision that's going to change your life um quite a bit so it's like how do you overcome that so yeah the minute you said that like my my brain just went back to that moment where i was trying to like decide whether uh to move back or not but um sapna if you had to like start grow club again today then what would you do like what is one thing that you would do differently from what you initially did have a better uh, plan for the next uh, you know like with a good product for the next 5 years a uh, you know like what we have right now we shouldn't be you know like every day day in and day out we have to think over where are the investors i mean you know those are the things that i really want to put on uh, in one place and then starting you know like the reverse engineering kind of a thing you know where i don't want to come in and say okay today i want to do this tomorrow i want to no i don't want to do that i want to have a clear vision for the next 5 years that's exactly what i want to do if i want to start fair enough and do you have like um a method that you could use to get that like clear vision i feel like early on it's quite difficult to um get everyone on the same page or like try to figure how to so like what would you say is the best way to like think in a certain way or like 
have discussions with your uh, partners in a certain way that makes sure, like makes sure that you go down that path of like clear vision of the near future uh, you know absolutely so this started during the covid so where we couldn't you know what we wanted to convey we couldn't convey i mean like the zoom calls are not my thing so you know like a one on one is where i would like to meet uh, people and uh, you know like that is where i want to start that is where i want to start first it's the physical meeting i would like to start and then you know like get the people around i mean like right now we were scattered so i want to meet the you know the investors first you know then there is a methodology for that and then get the products right you know like those are the things i would like to work on you know like i'm i'm sure if uh, prithvi or anyone has a, a good point to add to it no. yeah, so prithvi before you add to it i actually wanted to pass this question to you which is because you're a serial entrepreneur and um you know i i i've had experience building a business where i had the exact same thought of sapnas that which i if i could go back a year and a half ago and restart i would have like a much clearer plan and then i realized that even the one that i'm starting today I still can't do it because I need to get into it to realize exactly what I need. So what is your take on, you know, to what extent do you ideate and plan before executing? Uh see there are different levels of uh, planning uh, that happens. So one is uh, uh, at a business level like what is the business you want to build and where do you want to kind of take it to in the next 5 uh, to 10 years at least uh, that vision you need to have. And uh, what you see you see here right so it's uh it's four people who have uh at least the business what we have chosen right so i'm going to be uh, going through the same point i think somebody mentioned earlier so these are things which we have done in our uh, uh professional careers of uh, again and again over a period of time so that is that growing companies from 0 to 1 1 to 5 5 to 10 um i can call it right so we pretty much so grow club is something what we have chosen which is completely within our bounds and within which lies in our strength uh, right so uh, see from when you are looking at business that way right so we, everything like so um, the day like every day when we turn up to office right so we pretty much know what to do for that day and uh, uh, so whatever the decisions we need to make so i think uh, most of the decisions are like there are learnings there are market shocks uh, there are uh, always like that is something which you constantly need to learn from your consumers so we just need to realign and we have to keep uh, following on the path what we have chosen so i think uh, uh, in my mind i don't see any complexities at least uh, so the way things are going for us uh, see from time to time there will be certain challenges you have to accept that and always you need to uh, carry a positive mindset to uh, kind of overcome these hurdles and continue on a journey and that's pretty much it the more you simplify it simple things will get so that's how i perceive things all right fair enough uh, rishi i have a question for you um so the first part i want you to give me a yes or no answer which is have you re- raised any funding yet yes okay so when you when you all want to raise funding you know especially with with four founders with as much experience as y'all uh could you tell me the single most important thing that you were wary of uh when bringing on an investor something that you wanted to make sure didn't change about the business because you were bringing an investor on board to align with our vision um 
basically that's the most important thing uh, if if you're going to be working with someone or rather accepting somebody's investment uh, the thought process has to has to match you have to be on the same wavelength um, and when you have a conversation with somebody you, i mean you can kind of understand this uh, what are they looking for out of this uh and what are we looking for out of them so are we looking for just the money are we looking for some connections are we looking for some other help that they can bring to the table uh and what is it that they're looking to get out of us and uh, how this year so i think the, the main point is do, do they believe in our vision uh is 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 what the question is and then everything else okay interesting rupesh as per you has there been any moment so far where you have felt like you know the funding you raised has changed the way all do things a bit oh no not one bit i mean that i can talk very clearly and very emphatically see when what do you term an investor is it just limited to money you know if i was to add to uh, rishi's point are they investing only money are they investing in people are they investing in the idea or are they investing more than just the money that they have can we look to them for network can we look to them for advice can we look to them for ideas um so keeping those things in mind i think bringing these investors on has just strengthened us not for a moment have we felt that you know that this particular investor might deviate us from our course there has not been a single moment and that i can confidently say i think i'm speaking for everybody else and can very yeah, confidently yeah. say that uh, prithvi's had the highest investor relations amongst all of us uh, but i can talk on his behalf on this particular point that they've been nothing but helpful beyond the monies and when we look at investors in the future we have certain goals we we have certain characteristics we we are very bullish on circular economy we are very bullish on uh, sustainability uh, we really want to kind of prove that more can be done with far lesser and when we look at our investors we are also looking for investors who really believe in that and and bring that kind of an investment into our business it's it's meant for kids yes but does it have to result in wastage can that be saved can both of these be brought together and that is exactly what we look for in our investors as well and we've been actively kind of pursuing uh, people who who value that profile who who want to show us off that we've invested in in this organization because it stands for all of this that's very interesting in a sense like i feel like it's rare for companies not to change a little bit at least uh when like they get investment and for the bigger processes and thoughts to still stay the same as the one they initially started so like congratulations i guess to all of you for like keeping that like strong um but uh prithvi would you say like do you what 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 would you say would be like three things that you would definitely look for in an investor that you would bring on board and if like these three things are not uh there then it would be a deal breaker regardless 
and uh, see first thing would be uh, so they should deeply care about uh, what business we are running so what business we are doing right so because uh, so we are completely changing the way how the entire segment uh, customer segment thinks in fact so our competitors are not other people who are selling similar products but it's the traditional mindset of uh, buying for kids to kind of you know in, in order to kind of uh, kind of give them a quality product so we are going against the thought process of buy so when we are kind of picked up like such a large uh, uh kind of task at hand right so things may take a bit of a time uh, for results to show and the people need to believe in the model uh, uh customers need to believe in the model and they need to have confidence so there is a cycle there is a 18 to 36 months cycle that goes into kind of uh, before our business actually starts uh, shining uh see one is the patience second is uh, alignment with our thought and uh, third is like uh, see uh, startups uh uh kind of run in like in such a dynamic way so uh, the dynamics change every day every month uh, like so uh, it is always uh, kind of good to have a support system who are kind of uh, who will be there through our thick and thin times uh, in the best interest of the business so that's what in fact we would expect from our investors the main reason why four of us came together right so it, it is because for a reason that we wanted to kind of reduce the wastage the landfill that uh, happens through usage of single use kit products so that is a core of it that's a core belief and uh, in future whoever uh, investors we look for right so we would uh, preferably choose someone who also believes in this core thought of uh, what we carry to like in terms of like listing things i think it really helps also when you have like so many people working on it together like having for uh, co-founders can get also tricky in the sense of making sure everyone's aligned and has the same thought process and vision for like the future and people to bring on board and i think that like you all said that given that this is the core of it like the, this is the problem we want to solve and this is uh, the people and our five your vision i think like it helps everyone also be on the same page cuz yeah i think um back at the electricity but like yeah rishi any uh, thoughts on like how y'all make sure that all of you are on the same page uh versus not on like these big momentous decisions see as i said before right? we we know what where we have to go so if 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 that uh, decision that somebody is taking is reaching there uh i mean we one is we kind of we have our responsibilities and each is a each of us have come into that space because we've got history or you know background of doing that for a couple of years so uh, the main thing is we trust each other in the process of what the other person is doing but of course big decisions it's it's not like we're sitting in uh, our bedrooms or offices and you know in silos or we're not talking to each other we we have a discussion every day uh, morning we get together uh with the whole team and then we figure out what we're doing for the rest of the day any issues that have arise uh in the previous day or anything to do for the next day so like that we also keep connecting in between if there are decisions to be taken and we kind of discuss possible outcomes uh so i mean the main key point here to be aligned is communication and without that we won't be running this I would want to reach here. Yeah, each of our roles are well defined. No matter how many founders you have, when you have your roles well defined, the you know chances of overlap decreases. You know every day, 
So even if we belong to overlap, there is a morning uh, discussion that we go through and we take care of. Interesting. So on that point of communication, let's go to our next challenge. Now this one's called Two Lies, One Truth, uh, where the idea is that you give us three statements amongst which two of them are lies and one is the truth. But of course, we generally play this with one or two guests since we have four of you and we're talking about your communication skills. Rupesh, you will be giving your three statements to Prithvi and Sapna, you will be giving three statements to Rishi. And then Prithvi and Rishi, you all have to guess which one of their statements is the truth. This is, this is a tricky one. Absolutely. I mean, Rishi, you know everything. So I'm just wondering what exactly should I throw out? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Rishi, this is for you. Uh, I started my uh, career journey as a HR analyst. Uh, the second being, uh, I have my advanced diploma in uh, French, and uh, my and uh, I have uh, two kids who are uh, Samrud and Samarth. This is the second one. By the way, I know the answer to this. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Rishi says second, I say it's the third one. Uh, the reason is you started your journey as an accounts analyst and you did Spanish literature. Yeah. <laughs> so what do I mean, Anuj, Anuj was able to... <laughs> Come on, Rishi. <laughs> Rupesh, do you have your, do you have your three I, statements? I, I have something. I'm, I'm just going to go, go for it. Let's see. Go it with it. Go with it. <laughs> so I aced mathematics in school. I've always won all the medals in sport that I participated in. And I studied to be an aerospace engineer. I think the second one. <laughs> Fourth. <laughs> Third one is true. No, no, that's what. Uh, sports is a lie. So, aeronautics. Okay, the truth. Yeah, I know the truth. Uh, aeronautics. You know, I was going to, I was going to help you there, Puthi, by saying that someone who is topping mathematics cannot also be winning all the medals for sports. Okay. That is not generally a trend you see. <laughs> So guess what? Both of them are balls. <laughs> exactly. No, that's what I the sports thing I uh, saw it as false. Okay, anyways, I got confused between true and false. That uh, I answered Sapna's question wrong. Yeah, so Sapna's I I got I got the thing wrong. Uh, it was two lies and a truth. I I picked up the second one as wrong. But yeah. Oh, you thought it was two truths and a lie. Yeah, no, no. I I I was picking up one lie. Yes. Ah, oh, okay, fair enough. So let's play red flags. We're gonna give you three hypothetical situations composed of two things that are going great and one that's not so great, which is the red flag. You have to assume that these statements are true and we've adapted these for you and Grow Club. And then you have to pick which one of these situations you would rather be in and then tell us why. So uh, once you've thought of uh, which situation you would be in, we will ask you um, all to say it at once. So uh, first, I'll, uh, I'll list out all the situations. And then uh, at the end, we can have a countdown to like saying which situation you would rather pick. So situation one, uh, Grow Club has grown to 100 employees. You are rotating 5,000 cycles on a monthly basis. But a service gone bad leads to a kid getting hurt on the cycle. Situation two, Crow Club is on track to raise a great round of funding. You have expanded to 15 cities across, uh, across India, but your pricing model starts to break down at scale. 
Situation 3, Crow Club has successfully reached 20 crores in yearly revenue. You have cracked a deal with a cycle manufacturer to create a large cost reduction, but one of your founders has to leave the company for personal reasons. So these are your three situations. Okay, so three, two, one. What are your situations? I'm the only one with oh, Okay. Yeah. So all the girls are two and then Tafnasa one. Oh. Interesting for sure. So Rupesh, what was your thought process for uh, situation two? So it, it, it's not very difficult a situation actually. So we are on track for a great round of funding. That's excellent. We've expanded to 15 cities. That's brilliant. I feel we've already crossed two of those hurdles for the third one to actually take shape. But assume pricing model starts to break down. I think that's easy to fix. At least from where we stand right now and what journey we've kind of traversed, we've gone through a few pricing optimizations. And I think we we can we can work with a few more very easily. Fair enough. Um, Rishi, was it a similar thought process or um, there was a different reasoning for choosing situation too? Yes. No, the same same reason because uh, to me this this problem was not such a uh, major thing that we could, we couldn't solve. It's just a few steps, then I'm sure we could crack this. Fair and for you. Uh, I think it's a no-brainer because at scale, uh, pricing becomes flexible. So, Fair. So that is, uh, like Rupesh said, it's easy to fix. Yeah. And then Sapna, why didn't you, I guess, choose Situation 2? I mean, what's a kid, uh, you know, without getting hurt to riding a bicycle? And we have already been through so. <laughs> situations, okay. You know, but... Uh, well, first and foremost, I mean, thank you both and bless you both for giving us such positive points. The, the negative ones we yeah, take care of. That's right. <laughs> uh, Just to add context here, Sapna is the only one with two kids, and all of the rest of us have one. <laughs> so I think she's used to more of this at home. Uh, no, fair enough. But yeah, and it's definitely interesting that none of y'all um, chose situation three. Was that because of the uh, red flag that one founder would be leaving, or uh... no? We were sure we were so sure about the situation too because this is the situation we've been in, like <laughs> we've, been, we've been there before. Yeah, because uh, our journey started from zero subscribers, zero to hundred, hundred to five hundred, five hundred to thousand, thousand to five thousand. So different learning at different phase, and we have modified our pricing accordingly. The first and two situations are pretty normal. The third, we really don't want to go there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, no, fair enough. And you know, Sapna, to be honest, when we when we were looking at uh, devising these scenarios with situation one, the red flag, we were actually waiting to see if someone would say, "Hey, a kid is meant to get hurt on a bike, so who cares?" And and so it was it was nice uh, that that your <clears throat> your choice was because of that reason. Um, but yeah, no, uh, let's, let's move on to our final game. Uh, this is the rapid fire. So I will be going one by one to each of you with quick questions, you know, short one, two word answers. So Rupesh, how many days of leave have you taken in the last year? I think about a week. Okay. 
Prithvi, what was your proudest moment with Grow Club? I think when we launched Grow Club, the launch day, there was a lot of, of hard work involved. Yeah. <laughs> we were coming out of COVID and a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, the launch is, you know, the, the first big step. So definitely something to be proud of. Uh, yeah, Sapna, what was your biggest sacrifice to make Grow Club possible? You know, to leave my kids back home and uh, do the journey in Bangalore to and fro, you know, like, that's the sacrifice I've done so far. Uh, Rishi, would you ride the Challenger or the Discoverer? Discoverer. Discoverer? Challenger is too small. I can go faster on the <laughs> from my height. Because it's height specific. Fair enough. I, I do ride the Discoverer. Just, just to clarify. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, Sapna, who is your strongest competitor? It's Bike Club, right, Prithvi? Uh, Bike Club is in the UK. So we are one of its guys in India right now. But to be honest, uh, don't have any competition. That's new. I think wow. uh, if you ask me that question, I would say the traditional mindset of buying is our uh, yeah. subscribe for your kids. So that's the motto. Something what we need to carry. So at least in India, we don't have any. So if you want to Correct. talk internationally, then we can talk bike. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's good. Now see your competition internationally. Why not? Uh, exactly. Uh, Prithvi, what was the one time you felt like you let Grow Club down? I think that moment hasn't come yet, luckily. <laughs> nice. Good. Here's to hoping that it won't. Uh, <laughs> Rishi, what is one business idea that you had but never started? I wanted to... Uh, uh, basically, it's the service where you can upload um, like pictures. And then that gets sent as a postcard, uh, like physically to, to somebody, like via mail. Nice. Like you go on a holiday, click a picture, upload it, and it goes where an actual like postcard goes. It's nice. A picture of WhatsApp. Super cool. Uh, all right, Rupesh, final question for you. What would you do if not Grow Club? Yeah, well, I was already in the It's like a little bit of a no-brainer for me. <laughs> I loved the place. I mean, everyone knows, I, I really uh, loved what I was doing. It was just the itch to get out and do something else. So I, I would just continue doing that. But given a choice of not grow club and I had resources to do, I think I would open a motorcycle garage. Really. Interesting. Yeah, that's the answer we wanted. Forget going back to Ogilvy. Motorcycle garage is where it's at. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely have a garage of my yeah, own. Yeah, you would have a good experience because he travels Mumbai to Bangalore on his motorbike. Yeah, I've done several trips. My, I've done Bombay Bangalore many times uh, via car, but ne I've never even thought of doing it on a on a motorbike. That's crazy. That's a thousand kilometers. In fact, my last trip was driving it down because it was raining. No other reason. Super cool. So that concludes the rapid fire segment and we're almost through with our conversation. There's this one last um, part of it. So in, at, at the end of every episode, we ask our guests to ask our next guest the question. So first we will be asking all of you the, guest, the, the question from our previous guest and then each of you can ask a question to our next guest. So the question for you is... Who are the people along your journey that really impacted the way that you thought about building 
your business or who are the people that really helped you build your business who is not your co-founder okay uh, so if i have to name uh, two people one is uh, deepak and another one is pushottam so pushottam is a cfo so who has contributed a lot uh, to our business and deepak deepak has been a mentor and he's been through our thick and thin times so um yeah, yeah no that's interesting so rupesh do you want to go next i think my uh daily duties and learnings both of them they come from two sets one are the customers and how they uh, use grow club digitally but the second large set are the people who use the tools that i make and you know i want inputs from them so that i can make that better so it's not two two sets of people for me yeah the the two feedback loops that you would create on a on a continuous basis nice so rishi what about you for me it's my uh, wife and my son because my wife is a potential customer my son is a, a potential consumer hmm. so both i see both ends and being in marketing i need to understand both point spaces like what does the kid want how do they behave every day their needs change and how does the parent react so even stuff that we do on marketing i show my wife and then of course we uh, kids wants change like everything <laughs> to us they want something new so just to uh, that gives me a lot of insight when we when we create uh, new communication nice sapna what about you for me it's the kids all around me who impacted I'm seeing them is what started uh, that's how it started they are the ones who impacted this whole business thing idea thanks but no so that does bring us to the end of the podcast and you know all of you thank you so much for giving us your time we hope you enjoyed uh, being on and we absolutely loved having you on the thank podcast yes same here anush thank you thank you so much yeah thank you for inviting me thank you